honestly, man, on a scale from one to 10 on how dumb you are with that, it, you're 32. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me in a, the brand new year of 2020 is Cooley Bro. What's up? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we're listening to some Missy Elliott in the background, and we have Jenna, who was uh, busting out some some dope lyrics for us. Yep. What were they? I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Then the next was part. It? Yeah, next part. It's, your <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, y'all. Happy New Year. We missed you. Happy New Year. Is that like Britney Spears? Yeah. Were you a big Britney fan growing up? Dude, I'm I, not, okay. I, don't, I, I totally feel like whenever she sings in some way, shape, or form, it's always like Britney-esque. I'm not going to shit you. You had a Britney problem? No. Oh. Well, I do, but. <laughs> you do? Hold on. With her just, shaved head? Dude, just. She's going through a mental breakdown right now. Oh my God. Yep. All right. You've talked too much already for 2020. <laughs> You're cut off. I can't. We're one minute and six seconds in it, and I'm fucking what, what, done. What was it you were saying about her contract? I don't know. I can't even get it out. No, the contract. Oh, the contract, said, yeah. yeah. We're supposed to go season was, one without Jenna, season two with, season three without Jenna, season anyways, four with. Anyways, what about Brittany? I was actually trying to give you freaking props, but no crap. Jenna has the best Brittany Are impression. You Brittany? Come on, sing the song. You have to do it for everybody. It's so do, good. Do you, like, do, do you, do you dance was. too? No, Aaron and I used to always sing. Come on, man, hit it. I don't know what one. Which Aaron? I got O'Brien. Not, not toxic or. Uh, no. I don't know. I would have to just. Is see that the it. one where she's in the airplane? The talk. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> come on, do it. You're you're good at it. I don't remember what song it used to come on all the time. Yeah. You do it with Aaron O'Brien. Yeah, we used to say we were going to create a mixtape because we would just <laughs> randomly belt out songs, but Britney, Britney, Britney was always... Because she would come on, we had like the same on the playlist? couple songs that would come on all the time. I don't remember what it was. Oh, dude, so I once again, I hype it up and I try to help you out. I don't you, Make you relevant in the show and then make you just... Make me relevant? I am relevant. <laughs> you just lost relevancy. Okay. But you know who's super relevant Jenna? To, to what it is we do? Jenna. Aside from Jenna. Our Patreons. Yes, yes, our Patreons. And we Our Patreon army's growing. Yes, it is. It we grew by our Patreon army grew by what, twenty percent over the holidays? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good amount. To be honest with you though, we've not lost one yet. Yeah. Because of the stuff that we put in there. Yeah. Well. And now now <laughs> yeah. Now we probably will though. Dude, this next one's pretty sick too. You have a great idea, you just gotta make it happen, which I'm kinda scared about. I already so. tried. Oh, moving on. Okay. Don't bail. Jenna, just way to talk up the Patreon box. <laughs> You're going to hate the next Everybody's one. Everybody's like, oh. No, you yeah. won't. You'll like it. You're going to hate the next one. Don't you dare. I'm gonna get, you gonna, will. I'm not going to give a hint because I don't know if that's the direction. That but. needs to be a direction. And that's it. Me and Mo already put our foot down. Okay, well, it'll be cool. It's like me. me and bro. Glocks for everyone. Mo and yeah, bro we're at, ammo. at the top. And then Jenna's like. We have a bunch of dead space, because and then you're at the bottom. But you do a lot of work down All right, there. Anyways, you like that guy in the office? What was his name? Melman. Melman. <laughs> you're our Melman. I, I did get a Melman. I, I, I just, a I Melman just, pop I just, over the holidays. I just, I, I just, I don't want pizza cake. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm burning down the building. I'm, I'm, that, I'm done. That's my staple. 
Get my stapler up. <laughs> okay, so our two new Patreon peoples. We'll save them for last. Oh, we're saving them for yeah. last? Don't forget the sound effects. But I can't save them for last because I got to bring somebody home. Yeah, Rick Terry. Yeah. Well, true. Okay. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll put them yeah. second to last. If okay. you put Rick Terry last, he may go back and give us a one star review like Blake did. Well, but but Rick, like you said, that's how we bring it home. Yeah. All right. First up, Ryan Burgai. <laughs> she had to think. Lavana. What was hers? Lizzo. The, the, yeah. Oh, why men great till they gotta be great? <laughs> um, Jerry Ricciardi. What was his? You're the keeper of the sound effects. I know it's been so long. Wow! <laughs> you get your, the classic. That's our default. Yeah, the default. Jamie Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Carlton. Don't I look bald? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're doing. You pick up your phone. Tim Carlton. <laughs> Gareth Crowther. No, 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 no. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That was a shit, man. Who needs YouTube? (laughs) Yeah, we had practiced that before the show. Dude, you guys are like pitch perfect. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm fat Amy then. (laughs) Okay. That was really good. Brody. Michelle. No, <laughs> Damn, that's it. I'm what, done. I'm, what, what one do you want? My five fucking dollars is done. I'm done. What donating. one do you want? It's a shark theme. Jaws. <laughs> Not the Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. That's bro. what she <laughs> no, Guys, I was trying to remember what she looked bro. The, the wrong theme. Yeah. You see some smooth out shark like wearing sunglasses yeah. and smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Or my blenders. <laughs> Michelle Rowell. No, no. It's a, it, no. the season to be. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, she wanted Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Rowell. Yeah, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Rowell. Rowell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we have two new people. This is what Meg and Blake want. Meg Mayhem. Alright, and then, alright, he already said that I was going to have trouble with his name, so now you have to tell me if I say your name right. David Luke Grop. Tell me if I say that right. Wow! <laughs> he, he, didn't re- he didn't send a request for a sound effect? No, he didn't send a request, but he said that he couldn't wait for me to try to pronounce his oh, name. Oh, so he set you up on purpose. Yeah, and last but not, not least, least, Rick Terry! <laughs> 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 yeah, Rick, uh, he messaged me earlier today. He was listening back to um, the work on what you suck at when I was talking about uh, doing handstand walks and stuff with the horses freaking out. And uh, I kind of messaged back and forth explaining to him why they were freaking out. He actually looked some stuff up, so it was good to chat with him today. He's 20 like, fucking 20. 2020. He's like my hype man. He always messages me and he'll be like, you're awesome. <laughs> the fuck? I don't get it. Like, What's thanks, up, Rick? Thanks, Rick. <laughs> He is. He's cool. But over the holidays, we did receive some stuff from some of our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really cool. Yeah. Pat McDonald. Yep. So hooked us up with Patty uh, Mac. Patty Mac Mac uh, with a three quarter. Or no, with the um, OD Green. Yeah. From CrossFit Carnivore. I think that's from Michelle. 
Oh, it is? Yeah, that's yeah, that's Michelle Rowell. Okay, so... And then the other one. I Michelle, forget. thanks for the OD green from CrossFit Carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Pat hooked us up with the three-quarter. Yep. From Midnight, Midnight City CrossFit. Yep. Thank you very much. Truly appreciate it. They will get used. And uh, we'll make sure we tag you when we wear them. Really appreciate it. It means a lot. So, 2020? 2020, man. 2020, man. We had, a, we had a good time. We had our little outing. Yeah. Uh, we went, yeah. So, if you follow us on the social medias, we went and had dinner last Saturday mm-hmm. after you had your clinic. And then we went to, well, originally we started off going to a place called Crafted and Cured, mm-hmm. which is a microbrewery. Well, no, they're not a microbrewery. They, they serve craft beer. And also charcuterie. 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 Basically, uh, fancy meat on a plank of wood. And that was really good because that was our original goal uh, for a while was to go check that out. Because you had gone there with... uh, My nephew. Okay. And had a pretty good time. Yeah. And you had never been before, right, Mm -mm. Jenny? Yeah, I had been there once when they first opened and all they had was beer. They didn't have the the meat boards yet. So Well, when I put it in our group, it was really at you. I tagged at Mo. Uh-huh. Then right. then Jenna kind of jumped on board. <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, I want to go. I've been craving charcuterie." <laughs> That's not actually what happened, but okay. it's fine. So we went we started off going there. Yep. Uh had some really good uh meats in those uh What were the peppers? You never sent me told me oh, what those peppers were. Yeah, I forget the name of them. But uh Really good food. Uh, had some good beers. And then the three of us, you know, we, we like to eat. So the way this place is set up is like you kind of, it's several different businesses, I guess, that eventually will all be connected together. But you had to like navigate through this maze and go to the bathroom in this other part of the building that were, where there was a restaurant. And you walk in that restaurant and it just smells amazing. Uh, yeah, so good. Brick, o- brick oven. You know, when I first looked at it, I could obviously tell it was Italian of some sort of Mediterranean just by looking at the decorations and looking what people were eating and just smelling. It and was then, open fire yeah, the, the, in a brick oven. Yep, which was so, totally legit. Uh, and then at one point, <laughs> Jenna just sent me a text message. She was like, are you hungry? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go get some of that Italian or whatever it was. Yeah. So we wandered over there and it wound up being a place called Glass Blue Oven, G-L-A-S-Z-B-L-E-U oven. And it's we, the color of Jenna's eyes. Yeah, it's the color of Jenna's eyes as Chip. The, uh, he, he didn't say he was the owner. He just said he worked there a lot. Yeah. But, uh, which means? Yeah, which means he he's the owner. But uh, Chip actually, as we were waiting to uh, waiting in line to order food, Chip actually came up to us and told us about everything that they had to offer. And we basically got a little bit of everything. And I'll let you go first, bro, because you, you're a foodie. We're all, we're all yeah. foodies for the most part. But, bro, so... Tell, tell us, tell us what we experienced there. I was going to go get Chipotle. <laughs> we, we're we're done. We yeah. wrapped up. Everything was paid. Went to the bathroom, like you said, and I started looking at the menu. I was like, "This shit's dope." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Jenna, she just got back from the bathroom." I was like, "See if Mo wants to eat here." And I wasn't even waiting on the damn text to come back. I took the menu to Mo. <laughs> yeah, He's he like, like ran. I'm like, because when I came around the corner, him. you had the menu in your yeah, hand. Yeah, because like the shit was so like legit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get that type of stuff around here. You usually have to go to a bigger city. And and what kind of caught my eye was there was a tray and it was a a full fish cooked Mm -hmm. that they cooked in front of that wood fire stove. Yeah. 
and it was on a plate served with a Mediterranean like salad, and it just looked amazing. And um, the potatoes, the roasted potatoes that came with it, were but that's the fish caught my eye. And then I started looking at the menu. I was like, oh man, and they weren't they weren't busy to where we couldn't just sit down and eat. You Mm. know what I mean? I didn't want to wait another forty five minutes or whatever. So Mo's like, oh, absolutely got to eat here. So yeah. we went, we went, I mean, we just had like $70 in charcuterie. <laughs> like yeah. we bashed two boards <laughs> and like another- Two boards and probably about- Another uh, baguette with uh, cheese spreads. Hmm. And um, we get there, man. And we, Chip uh, walked up because the menu is kind of different. It was, you could go a la carte, but it was typically, it's laid out in like a five course meal. Mm-hmm. You paid 60 bucks and you get each one- each, yeah, you could pick. You, you like could pick one from each course. Starter, first, second, third, and then you'd get a dessert. Dessert, and um, start talking to Chip, kind of letting us know the lay of the the menu, how it worked. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, "Hey, what do you recommend? This is your, you know, this is your joint. Yeah. He knows his shit. Like someone coming in here from a global gym, trying to run <laughs> my stuff, ain't happening, you know." <laughs> So he did. He he literally let he him walked tur- us through. Walked yeah. us through. He he told us what to get, and we got exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. Really, only thing that Jenna was eyeballing was that damn dessert, waffle. the waffle. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Belgian, Belgian waffle, waffle. which yeah. was good. legit. I've never had a wood fired waffle before. Dude. I think that was really yeah. good. So we started out with the first course, which was the appetizer. Yeah, the and che- the starter, the cheese, the the bruschetta. It, it was it was blue cheese, which I'm not a fan of. Neither is Mo. Yeah, I'll eat it, but this is it was straight blue cheese, but it was whipped. Mm-hmm. And it was whipped with these that morning uh, with the, like, the it was, it was cherries. Cherries, okay. Uh, Italian cherries, I believe, and they were kind of halved in there. So you had the cherry juice. It was a sweet cherry. Um, I forget the almond, mar- uh, and then um, some pistachios or yeah, I forgot the name of the cherries, but yeah, it's what you put in. Uh, I can't. I'm having a brain fart, um, but uh, uh, old fashioned. Well, yeah, what Brandon drinks all yeah, the time. You, yeah, old you put them, Yeah. Anyway, so. It was kind of whipped and it was smeared on the plate. Mm-hmm. Like a it looked pit, like hummus like a, at first. Yeah, it, it looked just like hummus. Yeah. And it had cra- uh, crushed pistachios on top. And then it was served with a fresh, um, what's, that like bre- what's that bread we get at Warehouse 4? Ciabatta bread. Ciabatta. It was fresh ciabatta bread, but wood, it was- Wood fired. Wood fired. Char- it, was, it was charred black, <laughs> like had the like, crusty black on the mm-hmm. outside and it was so and you just would uh swoop that up and it, i told mo i i've eaten a, this that when i go somewhere it's the first thing i'm doing before i even go i'm looking at places to find to eat yeah like i'm, I'm the same way whenever i go to a new town i'm not looking for chain shit i'm looking mm-hmm. for mom and pop mm-hmm. like legit food whatever i don't care if it's in i don't care if it's in the worst part of the city yeah. i'm going and um I told Mo this was the best appetizer I've ever had. Yeah. Best starter I've ever had, hands down, from the complexity, the simplicity, to the flavor pro- yeah. profile. It was just, we, we were looking the damn plate. That's what <laughs> we were kind of staring at each other like sideways, like seeing who was going to get the last little <laughs> scrape of cheese off the plate. <laughs> And then we got fucking. But luckily, judgmental Jenna on our left. I wasn't like, judging you. I was <laughs> laughing at how I've never seen you so happy in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, we were we were nothing but smiles that whole time. That's just the appetizer. Yeah, I'm like we're so then, we're set up. So bro. the next thing that came out, what was the next thing? Oh, the pasta, the homemade pasta. Oh, the pasta, the um. No, the veggies. Yeah, the we roasted had, veggies. We had yeah. fi- it was fire Our roasted, and this was all locally sourced veggies yeah. from Bellbrook. Yeah. And it was carrots, turnips, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big zucchini, fan either. Me neither. Yeah. But they were all fire roasted, mm-hmm. and then it had a marinara type uh, sauce, sauce on it, yeah. with like a fresh dipping. grated Parmesan cheese yeah. uh, on top of it. And dude, like, yeah, I could have eaten five plates of that. Mo. Yeah, those vegetables were amazing. I'm like, why? Do, why don't my vegetables taste yeah, like no, that? No joke. <laughs> and then in the midst of us eating that, that's when they brought out the pasta. Yeah, yeah, the bolognese. Yeah. yeah. So we had, and it was Jenna's first time ever having fresh pasta. She's never had pasta from like yeah, scratch pasta. So they made it that morning. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, the, said, he the, said the only thing that was old, that was older than this morning was bolognese. With the bolognese sauce. And that's just to let it set. Yeah. Which, you know, it always tastes better when you let it rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was fresh pasta and the bolognese. And then it was the fish. The fish came next. Yeah. Yeah. This was the crowning piece of this. All it was some sort of uh, bass that I'd never had. Uh, Mediterranean bass, Mediterranean sea bass, and they call it um, bronzini. Bronzini. Okay. I've always wanted to try bronzini. That was good. And and Jenna's not a fish person, right? Well, I think she eats fish, but. It was just it, yeah. having its fucking eyeballs oh. in its mouth open. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't mind putting them all over Instagram. That's funny, though. What'd you, okay, so you got the fish and you tried it the first time. What was your impression? It was really good. I liked, It was like it just fell right off. It was tender. It wasn't mm-hmm. gross. Because well, actually, so when we were walking through there, I Brody, I came out of the bathroom and he's looking at the menu and I was like, it smells like shit in here. And he's like, it smells good in here. <laughs> I was like, no, it smells so bad because it smelled like. Well, that's what just, good fish smells yeah. like when it's fresh. She's used cooked. to smelling Kroger fish. <laughs> yeah, it was Long just, John Silver's. The whole place just smelled like that. But then he was like, you want to eat here? <laughs> I was like, sure. But um, yeah, I just, I'm not normally, I like some fish like salmon or I used to eat tuna packets all the You've time. You've never had fish. Not like good whole. fish. Yeah. You've never had yeah, fish no. whole on the bone. No. And then. Chip said it was flown in from Greece? Yes. Yes. It like was, two days before? So he orders it on Monday and gets it on Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight from Greece. He orders 20 a week, um, on every week. Yeah. And then, um, but it was served with a Mediterranean salad, fresh made tzatziki, Ziki, yeah. and then nice. those- And the roasted potatoes. These roasted potatoes that I've never, I've never had, had. Yeah. My roasted potatoes don't taste they like don't. that. They don't. They really don't. And, um, but they served it with the bread- more I kept, bread. I kept oh, calling, oh, it was it was like a I kept calling it falafel, but it's not. It, it, it was like a it's pita bread. Falafel. It's like a it's a like a foot bread they use mm-hmm. in like Afghanistan or not, not I, un, Iraq, Iran. Bread, yeah. yeah. A flat bread. It's almost like a pita. Yeah. But it was it was they raise it, they cook it around the edge of the fire, so yeah. it's like kind of bubbly and yeah. it's really hot. Mm-hmm. But you rip a piece off and then you grab a piece of the fish off of the mm. the, Use it like the carcass, yeah. yeah, and that's your utensils. And you grab a bit, a bit of salad, potato, and you dip it into tzatziki, and it's a one one bite. Yeah, and now Jesus. everyone is going to be starving. Well, I hope so. I'm yeah. Yeah. listening to that. I'm yeah. Especially for you Let's local guys, yeah, you need to go check this place out. And yeah, and uh, and then we'll let Jenna talk yeah, about that. And then last but not least, oh yeah, the we, we almost waffle. forgot it. Yeah, which I don't know how we managed to do this, but the very last piece to, yeah. to close out the meal was the Belgian waffle. Yeah. And it had gelato on it and marshmallow. Yeah, so it was vanilla gelato, two scoops of that, and then he took a marshmallow and, and like then tor- they put torched it. it they yeah. torched it over top of the gelato, so it was the black chart on the top, but mm-hmm. it was perfectly melted on it yeah and then it had crushed hazelnut or uh, pistachios on that yeah and uh, but the texture right it was it was between a uh it was almost like a shell a little bit it was like between a belgian waffle and a oh uh, funnel cake yeah it's very crispy but it wasn't heavy no you know what i mean that's what was surprising right a lot of stuff like if you think um 
funnel funnel cake. It's mm-hmm. so heavy and dense and greasy, greasy. And this was like yeah. light, it's crispy, and light. crispy, yeah. and the gelato. Just, I mean, dude, everything there was just amazing. Yeah, like I said, hands down. So like, we're gonna be done with this. And we're gonna head back. <laughs> like, like legitimately, like hands down. For those of you that have been listening for a while, like no bro's experience with food and my experience with food. You know, living all over the world, literally, like that's probably one of the best meals I've had in this country. Yeah. And uh, I'll definitely go back. And it's, but what's even more amazing is that this is like in our backyard, and we just happen to quote stumble on this place. And right, yeah, we we had a really, I'd say we were there for probably about an hour and a half, and we probably spent about thirty of that talking to Chip. Yeah, he was you know, super just talking nice. his ear off. Yeah, asking him all kinds of questions. He was more than happy to. Yeah, the food screamed out yeah. of the out of the back. I mean, like he was saying, everything that morning was uh, raw. Yeah. From the veggies to the fish to Mo got a an oyster he brought oh yeah chip, fresh chip. oyster from a Washington that was flown in the day before yeah so he got um, super clean he likes the half shell yeah and I'm not a big raw oyster uh, Jenna didn't want anything to do with that <laughs> <laughs> I was like you couldn't even pay me to eat yeah that I thing. forgot about that but that was that was a super tasty clean oyster and it just shows you how cool the the owner is is that he brought that over and. Gave that to Mo. Yeah. I think. And, and then not only that, but like as we were kind of observing his inter- him interacting with other people, yeah. there was another guy that came in and uh, he just, the guy was kind of harassing him about, uh, you know, when are you going to get a Bananas Fosters on the menu? He was like, you got 20 minutes? He's yeah. like, yeah, I'll make you one. You know, yeah. and we saw that happen right in front of us and he was like. And he was eating on the, um, on the others, crafted yeah. and cured side. He wasn't even eating in his restaurant yeah. and he took it over to him. Yeah, he went over and made him a Bananas Foster. He's like, well, this is the first one. Let me know what you think and then I'll add it to the menu if it's good. So yeah, Chip, uh, definitely someone who cares about his business and his customers. Totally, yeah. yeah. And like having the conversation with him, it, it didn't feel like we had just met him right. that evening. You know, just very personal, very nice, uh, good human, great food. Um Great facility. Definitely go back. Oh, and there's sure. only more... Gr- he said it's growing more, too. He's right. trying to get a baker in there. He's trying to find the right <laughs> baker, which I was very impressed with when he uh, he mentioned that. In the back, they have an Italian joint, and it they make all their homemade pastas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was reading, they're trying can, to um, get a deli in there, too. When you And those pastas, you can, which is unique, is you can buy those. Mm-hmm. So I was looking back there, and you could buy... Oh, the if, stuff that he was making? That they were making back there, oh, yeah. I didn't see so that. if you went the fresh pasta, it was already it was already bagged up and it, everything. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, it wasn't even bagged. It was just sitting, oh, just out, laying out, laying okay. out. But it was rolled up and and twisted and ready to be dropped in the in the water. So, I didn't catch that. Um, but if you haven't caught on to this, we're actually this is our show that we're doing, kind of catching up. Yeah, we catching did, up. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we really didn't give a topic. We just started talking. You know, we haven't been together now for several weeks, right? Yeah. With the exclusion of this weekend. Yeah, but I'm sorry, even on the podcast. So um, we've done, we've kind of, you know, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram, but um, I was talking the other day. It was, you know, Mo always wants to take breaks and I'm always like, "Eh, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) But actually it's, it's good. And it was good to, not that I don't want to, you know, not do this, but it was cool. I listened to a lot of other podcasts and, um, Oh, you did? Yeah, but I also listened to ours. That's the catch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't listen to others in place of ours. Yeah, we actually looked at Jenna's phone and made sure the check mark was next to the um, to our episode. (laughs) Yeah, it was played. But uh, you know, it was it was good. You know, and and Mo Mo kind of you know called that out, and it was nice. So uh, 
so stuff we missed uh well you know in the in the break so christmas happened and you kind of got like a really unexpected christmas gift from the state of ohio yeah <laughs> what's up you want to share that with the listeners? Yeah. Um, well, maybe we have to give some background to explain why this is so this like, is, such a huge deal. So every state, they do a lottery. I would believe it's every state. But anyways, state of Ohio, they do a lottery, mm-hmm. and they have your highest-end uh, bottles of bourbon that typically you can't buy. Because you can't find them. Right. It's They're, yeah. they're rare. Is the 2019... Um, uh, Pappy and 2019 Antique Collection from the same uh, distillery mm-hmm. and um, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, yeah. and uh, so what happens is you get these. The lowest end bottle on there was the Pappy 10 year, right? And it it's like um, MSRP 60 bucks. You mm-hmm. just can't buy it, right? Because you can't it, find you it. You can't find it. And but to give you an example, MSRP is 60 dollars for a bottle, mm-hmm. but you get retail. When when you get, you when you go it. to the bar like when we did for my dad's birthday, it was uh, thirty five dollars a shot. Yeah, thirty five dollars an ounce. For, oh, for an ounce? For an ounce, one Ooh, pour. Goodness. Yeah, thirty five for an two ounce. ounces. And then the twelve year was forty five dollars for mm. an ounce. So we had the ten and twelve. Yeah. So for those of you that aren't familiar with bourbon, which I don't know why you wouldn't be because we talk about bourbon so much, but uh, Pappy Van Winkle, that's uh, yeah, that's like the high end. We're talking Porsche. We're talking Alico. We're talking, you know. People debate that there's better tasting bourbons for less money. The problem well, there, is, there is why, why but it's the ex- rare, but the as rare. far as being rare, you can't, yeah. can't, you can't freaking buy it, right? Yeah, this is like a Michael Jordan rookie card type, yeah, uh, bourbon. So they did a 10, 12, I think 15, 20, and 23 giveaway. Now the 23 year old Pappy, <laughs> if I if I had won that well, one, okay, no, no, yeah, yeah. If you if you won it paying the state price, state, it would be state price was one ninety nine, uh-huh. hundred ninety nine dollars. That's what I would purchase it for. If you if you won that for lottery, because the, yeah. the state can't up it. Yeah, I could turn around next that next. You could day walk out of the liquor store where you picked it up and sell it for sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I didn't win that one because I'd have sold that shit. Because <laughs> we talked about that yeah. actually, we're like. And what would you do? You know, like sell and we both agreed we'd sell it because absolutely sixteen thousand dollars. That's that's, that's a decent money. scratch. Yeah, but uh, but, it, but it have to be all cash though. Can't oh, be yeah. untraceable. It's got to be untraceable because I ain't paying Uncle Sugar no juice on this. <laughs> um, so after that, they give away some other bottles, part of the antique collection. So I end up getting a George Stag um, bottle, which and is which is not a bad. I've never had. I've never had it. The antique. Yeah. But I have had George Stagg before. So this is, I pay $199.99. Mm-hmm. But when you go online, you, you could sell that for two grand. Yeah. So thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred, seven hundred and fifty 750 milliliter yes. bottle of liquid. So <laughs> obviously I could turn around, I could sell it and make some money, but that we're drinking that yeah, shit. Like it's, it's that simple. Yeah. So I'd rather hang it. You have that experience with my, my nephews and my dad. And so on Sunday, I'm picking it up Saturday. Yeah. I'm gonna go buy it, and then Sunday we're gonna go get go. some steaks. And man, we're just gonna bash the shit out of it. <laughs> it may be awesome. it may be gone. <laughs> like literally, some people. It's like having a really nice car. Like you, you rarely you have like you drive it on Sundays. Yeah, which yeah. is stupid. We're I mean, if we can be, drink the whole bottle that day, hey, that's a it's good a, ass it's night. A, yeah, it's a 15 year, and the volume is 54. percent mm-hmm. So you're talking a 108, 108 proof, yeah, 108 plus proof. I yeah. think it's 54. I think it's 58 actually. 
So you're looking at 116 proof, yeah. which is pretty you need hairy. To, you need to video it like when you're tasting it for the first time and like, and like yeah. give us the notes and yeah. tell us how it tastes. But yeah, if you're not into bourbon, I don't know why you listen to our show because uh, our, our, show, our show is kind of fueled by bourbon and- um, Craft beer. And craft beer. But, uh, and yeah. LaCroix. And, La, and LaCrocs. <laughs> if I had bourbon on here, I wouldn't be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mo, you got some bourbon? <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, I got a flask over Not here. Not that she talks anyways, but... But, well, so as far as the rest of Christmas, what did you guys do? <sighs> Nothing. Uh, same traditional stuff. Um, and then same New Year. Um, you know, my favorite part is getting to see my, my nieces and nephews. I don't get to see them all the time. They're so busy with mm. sports, but um, it was kind of a chill session for me, man. I just played Xbox and... <laughs> Slaying fourteen year olds. And uh, you know, and drinking some bourbon and and that's about it. But you know Did you do any cooking? Mm, I don't really? I don't do shit, man. I oh. literally it's my veg time and it was nice to get back in here now and get back in this rhythm. Uh definitely excited about, you know, the podcast and did some numbers stuff for the podcast when when I felt like it on the just kind of see what it was kind of cool. I sent this to the guys. Uh, we didn't even release an episode. We we're still getting 23, 27, and 3,000 downloads mm-hmm. uh, like towards for, December, for, for yeah. December, which is pretty crazy. And we didn't even, send, we didn't even have an episode. So mm-hmm. to get that is pretty awesome to us. And having 33 new downloads of our episode, yeah, of episode one, one yeah, which is pretty a... cool. Uh, it's just... It's, and then... What? Was it the I hate Dave Cash or why I hate Dave Cash? Yeah, or wasn't that one of the top ones that yeah, was downloaded? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I thought I, I said it might have been a lot of holiday travelers who just hate Dave Castro that just started Googling uh, podcast. What'd you do, Jenna? Uh, nothing really. I don't really do a lot for holidays. Um, you and Rocky didn't go do anything? No. I watched her. <laughs> Is that the one you keep in the cage or keep out of the cage? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I forget. I think her boyfriend, I don't not her watch. dog. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really do anything. Just watch movies, hung out. What'd what you was watch? your fa- yeah? What was your favorite movie you watched? I don't remember, but I think I started Harry Potter all over again. I think I started Harry Potter. Yeah, your dumbass Instagram years. asked if it was scary. Yeah, it was kind of scary. Well, because I told my mom, I was like, maybe Nicholas would like Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, because you're asking about your brother. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, maybe he would like like Harry Potter or something. She's like, isn't that kind of scary? And I was like. I don't ever remember it being scary, but then he takes things like a little bit literal though too. So I don't know if he would like when they're like sucking the soul out of them and like, <laughs> Voldemort. I don't know. I don't know if that would really. It is kind of freaky. That could be bit, mildly though. terrifying it to your little, younger brother. Yeah, yeah it is. Motherfucker, little... I was watching Chucky when I was his age. You know what I mean? And that's now that's why scary. you are the way you are. Yeah, dude. I remember that <laughs> watching VHS and my parents, my my uh, house I grew up in uh, uh, when I was younger, man. We're seeing him in the um, he's in an elevator and he flipped off the like the, the police o- the yeah. police officer or whatever. And but I was watching Chucky and but that's back when you had to you know buy the VHS and you had to be eighteen to get the rated R movies. And I always you said oh, Chucky and like you like the Friday the Thirteenth movies too, right? Yeah, Chucky and uh, Hellraiser and you know grew up on all those. Yeah, I watched like the first couple and then they just kind of got a little too. Crazy, the Hellraiser stuff. I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, one, two, and three was pretty solid, but yeah. What about you? Uh, so yeah, the kids came over. We went to the Bengals game. Fuck that game. 
<laughs> and it's funny because like I have a, my one son who plays Division three football. He's an offensive tackle. My other son, um, he goes to Ball State, and his best friend is one of the backup quarterbacks there. So they, and I didn't realize this, but they watch a lot of game film together, and they'll read defenses and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool to have both of them like sandwiched. I was sandwiched in between them and kind of getting like that collegiate level view of like what they were seeing and they were telling me and they were making reads. So that was like really cool to kind of, um, cause I never played football at that level, but having them explain like what they were seeing in the midst of that game was actually really cool. Cause it gave me a different perspective and yeah, going to the game, is actually nice because you can watch the game the way you want to watch it. Um, versus like whatever the camera's panning on. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then, uh, we, uh, we wound up sitting in the Brown section because, uh, yeah, you know, we're yeah, you know, just just like bro, by by proxy, I, I was cheering for the Browns. Yeah, um, yeah, got to see Odell make a sick, a sick catch. catch. Yeah, um, that they tried to say wasn't a touchdown, which I was sitting in the upper deck, and and all three of us could see it was a touchdown from up there. <sighs> but yeah, and just the you know, going to all my son's college games and like this being my first NFL game in quite a while. Within the first three plays, it was easy to see the difference in speed <laughs> <laughs> you think because yeah, i i looked over at my uh, my oldest son i was like man these guys are fast he was like yeah these guys are really fast <laughs> and again we're sitting in the upper deck and just trying to get a understanding of how massive these grown-ass adults are and just how fast they're moving and how much ground they cover in such a short span of time but the really impressive part especially with baker mayfield uh he's the quarterback for the cleveland browns how far he can throw the ball and like the height that the ball, because he's not like, he's, he's chuck, like there was one he chucked like a 60 yarder and it wasn't like this long mm -hmm. arcing, Got some, you know, rainbow. Yeah. This thing was probably about like 11 feet, 10, 11 feet off the ground, just on a rail and just darted uh, right towards Odell. And I was like, good night. That is ridiculous. Just because he's listed as what, like he's six? Five, he's five ten. Yeah, he's listed, but he's listed like his six foot, yeah. probably about a buck sixty, which is you know significantly smaller than me. For someone to have, you know, the, right, the ability, a little, little bit bigger than buck sixty, but <laughs> but just the yeah. the mechanics of someone that size who's smaller than me has the ability to throw a ball like that with accuracy, precision, speed. It's really impressive. Just to see that, because you know, you know, every, you know, all, you know, you and I have thrown footballs around the, you know, with the in the backyard with the kids or nephews or whatever. But to see like a professional athlete execute like with with an, another large human being coming at him and being able to throw a ball like that, it's like you just got to take a second step back. Like, damn, that's like that's that's ability, right? That's that's super cool. Um, aside from that. Uh, I did cook my first, my, yeah, or my largest good. Uh, prime rib. <laughs> it was a 10-pounder. Yeah. Uh, came out really good, nice and pink on the inside. For those of you that are meat eaters, uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But, yeah, bro and I cook a lot. For me, uh, I do a lot of barbecuing. And uh, that's what I like to do when we have big family gatherings. So that was a lot of fun. Very, very tense because this is yeah, like a, it's, 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 it's an expensive it's, piece of meat. It's, it's something you don't <laughs> to want to mess, mess up. up. <laughs> but uh, just being very uh, vigilant, you know, taking temperatures and making sure everything was right. And uh, yeah, it came out really good. And that was a lot of fun. If you've never cooked prime rib, it's, it's very challenging, even in the oven, let alone On a smoker. Grill. Yeah. Like that's, you know, it, if you're outside, you don't know what that temperature can do. Like mm -hmm. temperature can go up and down, up and down and that. and That's why you spend a lot of money on good thermometers. 
but I'm talking about your your temperature, like your cooking temperature. Mm-hmm. Does that go? Up I, I know the, the thermometer I have it. It tells you the internal temperature of the meat and the temperature of the grill. Okay. So, got to yeah. I stay very vigilant with that stuff. That's why I'm able to cook for you, like the volumes of meat that I cook for you, because I have like all those things that give me all that data. Yeah, where his his will lose heat. Where in your oven, it's going to maintain 350 yeah. for however long however you, long you, you want. Leave the door closed. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a very finicky thing and a very expensive cut. You don't want to mess up, and you got the pressure of everybody's waiting on that. Yeah, shit. And everybody's getting hungry, yeah, like because <laughs> they can smell it. Yeah, dude, and it's. <laughs> but in all honesty, if you cook a prime rib right, you can eat that well done, and it's it's still really yeah. good. But of course, I like the blood. Yeah. So, but other than that, man, what we got going on for the rest of this podcast? For this the rest of the show? Yeah, man, you got some good stuff down there. We got Brian. I know Let's we got to talk about him. Oh yeah, Brian Collins. So. um Brian Collins, uh, long time listener. Yeah, OG. OG. Yeah, OG. I think he was our first listener in Europe. Yeah, I'm fairly confident. I think his Instagram, he, uh, Ireland's okay as CrossFitter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, but uh, he sent a message last week. Well, I think he sent it two weeks ago, but the pigeon finally got here. <laughs> it was wrapped up. And then we had to have it translated because you can't read it. <laughs> so I, I had to scan it from my iPhone and to get it translated. Um, Into and Google it, Translate. And it smelled like Guinness. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> but um, Brian is going to do a fundraiser. Um, I wasn't aware of this, but I was messaging him back and forth. And his father lives in Australia. And he's doing a fundraiser. Uh burpees for bushfires and for every dollar slash pound or euro that he raises he's going to do a burpee but he's going to do it with a weight vest and he's going to take all that money and donate it to one of the causes down there so all the stuff going down in australia uh i don't know the exact statistics but they said over it was some obscene amount of animals that they said 500 500 million or something yeah something uh my dad was saying you know he he couldn't understand how they know how many animals but my guess is per per like per so, square mile. There's so many, so many animals, of these type yeah. of animals we have documented, and they do the math that they're gone. Yeah. So, but regardless, I mean, it's a horrible travesty, yeah. uh, especially when these idiots that started the fire. I think they arrested 23 or 25 people so far mm-hmm. that started these bush fires. And I thought I read like 180. It, I'm, I don't know, but well, today 180 people aren't going to start a fire like. You know, I know, but I even twenty five was kind of was a high. lot. Yeah. yeah, usually it's one one dip. I thought shit. that they said that. But you could be right. I've I seen it a day it or two ago. It was this morning. But with just the sheer amount of damage that's occurred, like people are losing houses. Like they said, there's rainforests that have been devastated that are like you know national parks yeah. that will may never recover. Yeah, you know how that stuff. Yeah. Is. Now I'll show. It's kind of different. the circle of life stuff will happen, but yeah, go ahead. but but you know how that is. You, when you're in a climate like that, it's like, you know, you have your, you know, we watch fucking Africa, Serengeti, mm-hmm. like, you know, you get your, your, your floods, you get your rainy season, then you, you get, get your dry, dry season, season yeah. where everything's dying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, it, it's a circle of life. There's fires, but it's, this is pretty substantial. I think Gareth put up a, an image on how yeah. vast it was. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty crazy. And to have people impacted, you know, the loss of wildlife, it sucks. Um, but in all honesty, it's it to them that's just a it's a circle of life for a while. Yeah, because life, when, when it all first happened, I remember messaging Gareth and I was like, "Dude, is everything okay?" And he's like, "Oh, this happens every year." And I was like, "Really?" And 
Yeah, it's it, just like if the fires, they just occur because, you know, like you said, you have the wet cycles and the dry cycles and, and unfortunately these things happen, but it just, I, I think there's just been an unusual amount of circumstances that has called this one to be Massive. much more severe. Yeah. Than, if I uh, see another koala, I will, my heart just melts every time. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah, Maddie That's, Rogers, the, oh my God. the Olympic lifter, she was like, I'm about to go down there and adopt all these damn animals Seriously. if they don't stop these fires. <laughs> the koalas are so cute. Yeah. yeah, it definitely sucks that they have to go through that. But I mean, I don't know. If I had to choose to be die of smoke inhalation or being eaten by a fucking lion or whatever the hell they got over there, or a, what? A <laughs> That's probably the only thing they don't have is yeah, lions, lions down they got there. Lizards. I don't know what the hell they got. They got everything. What was it? Ten of the yeah deadliest. Ten, ten of the deadliest animals reside yeah. in Australia. Kind of Australia, Australia or, yeah. or or that part of the world. That's yeah, put it this like way: I don't want to get eaten by a damn, I don't want to get eaten by a damn dog or anything like that. So I don't know. I think I'd I, rather. I, I, I would rather like be eaten by a lion and like then burned to death. Like a quick well, you're not going to be burned to death. That's oh, you smoking inhalation. Okay, yeah, okay. you know what I mean. You're gonna be you're gonna be passed out and dead. Then your body gets burned. Okay. No different than getting cremated. So I'd rather have that <laughs> than a damn like a free, alive when you're cremated. Than a it's lion. A free cremation. Yeah, I don't want some eating my butthole while I'm still alive. <laughs> Yeah, you watch them videos, man. I'm watching those videos, the nature videos, and like these things are getting their intestines ripped out and they're still alive. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm the not, trials of life type videos. And bro, stuff like I'm that. not down with that. Those Why animals. Why do you are, watch that shit, dude? I watch all sorts of stuff because I know. You know that's like. Uh. Here's the thing: people may question stuff like that, but I watch people getting murdered. I watch stabbing, shootings, self defense stuff. Like, I take in all the knowledge that I absolutely can, and then I use what I need. Well, hopefully you don't ever get your asshole eaten by a lion. I it, Literally, I'm going to, I, what would I'll you walk do? around with my hands, hold my butthole. <laughs> like, first off, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. That's what I do learn. Like, yeah. all right, if these yeah. animals hate each other, they're definitely going to eat me. Yeah, so but, let's not go where animal X So you won't hop the reside. cage in the zoo? <laughs> but I don't know. I... There's a lot of stuff is I learn I learn I learn on the internet through all sorts of stuff like I don't know just the way I am I guess whatever stop questioning me bro I just couldn't watch that like I would already faint once I saw like one ounce of blood on the floor so oh, you're not, you you can't do blood no uh. I told you I don't like anything medical but I you were gonna just, be a speech pathologist yeah it was hard really? the mucusy stuff was very hard for me like. In my undergrad, especially with, like, older patients, like, younger kids are just gross anyways. <laughs> but, like, older people. As we talked to one of our finest substitute teachers in the Miami Valley. Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, I don't know. It was hard. But actually, honestly, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. It was, like, really sad to see a lot of, like, dementia patients. Mm-hmm. But anyways, regardless. Yeah, I'm not a medical kind of person. I'm a, I'm a wiener. Yeah, you are. I'll, I'll verify that. So Brian has a page. I think, Jenna, you've shared that once or twice maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I shared it on my personal uh, Facebook page. So, so it's on the One More Rep. You can donate. Uh, you want to make his ass do some burpees. Yeah. I personally believe that he sh- for um, every 10 burpees, he has to chuck a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's kick it up and yeah, watch. Yeah, fuck. Then he's gonna throw up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, nah, come on, man. They that they get that in their bottle, like <laughs> in the water fountains, like you yeah, said. Yeah, it's right? like literally, it's in their well. You don't like, have to if you don't want. They to drop die. their well bucket, and 
up comes Guinness. It's like, <laughs> it's part of their, you know, their, their groundwater. Before you can get a driver's license, gotta be able to chuck some Guinness. Yeah. So yeah, if you, uh, please, uh, you know, even if it's just a dollar, uh, help out a good friend of the show, uh, Brian Collins will put a link uh, to his uh, Facebook and his Instagram in the show notes. So that way, if you want to contribute, please do so. And it's cool because, yeah, whatever money he raises is not going to be like Pink who donated 500000 Yeah. But, but it's, but it's, a, it's it mean, a thing. It, mean, it means something to him. Yeah. And he's a, he's been an avid listener mm-hmm. to us. So if we can help, him, help yeah. him do something he is down for, he supported us, um, I'll definitely donate some burpee money for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got, Jenna? What? Anything rest, else? Rest for the show? Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything. I haven't really thought about it. So, okay. Uh, your first year on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. First year on the show. So what did you... What let's, did you let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about talk, that. Let's talk about, like, your very first show. It was around this time last year. Yeah. And uh, to now, like, what's your biggest... What's your thought on being on a podcast? Well... Because you said you'd never even thought about being on a show or... Anything like that? No, so now I that mean, you've done I was very it, nervous, but if they release the video, you'll be able to hear that. They, uh, you said we couldn't, and we were yeah. voted to. Is there a vi- Is there a video? To I that? meant not a video. I meant the oh. recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been fun. It's been awesome. I think it's it's definitely weird, but cool. How many people listen from like all over? Um, and getting to meet new people virtually, I guess, mm-hmm. which is like I feel like we know them, but we don't know them. Mm-hmm. But do we? But we do. Well, we are from the future, we, though. Yes, we are from the future. But, yeah, that's really been cool, just kind of meeting new people and talking. Um, what's like an un- unexpected uh, benefit or what, what's something that you, you felt has uh, improved within you as a result of doing this? Something way out of your comfort zone. I mean, this is out of my comfort zone. Anybody that starts just talking in the microphone. I don't know. Did you guys feel weird when the first time that you started talking in the microphone? I did. Mo, I don't, he had, he has to go way back, but <laughs> I did, you know, and it's different. Uh-huh. Cause you're not talking to anybody. You're not talking to someone who's sitting right in front of you. I don't We're talking normally, to people, virtual yeah. people. Well, mm-hmm. back when we first started, mm-hmm. like we didn't even know if anybody was going to listen besides you and I. <laughs> and I don't get nervous, like talking, like if it was just us, mm-hmm. but the only difference is that there's a headset on, but like big crowds, obviously I would, yeah, a lot of nervous, people have. But I don't know why this made me so nervous at first. Well, thank Now I'm just chill. If you're talking to five or 600 people, which is what you're doing right now. Yeah, essentially. Every single time. I think it's like hearing your voice because it just mm-hmm. sounds weird. Yeah. yeah, it does sound weird. I know. Yours does. So what do you think, but- Mo? Having her on kind of threw the idea out. You know, I've got Blaine for it multiple times through <laughs> season two. <laughs> This was your idea, Brody. Yeah, I know, Mo. I totally wish we could go back on it, but her contract states that we can't. And we don't even have contract shit, but we got a contract for Jenna. Mm-hmm. What do you think yeah. of it? And we talked about this at dinner. I was like, the, the one thing that the the big value I think Jenna brings to the show is like, she doesn't say a lot, but when she does say something, I think it's very well constructed. I think it's uh, of extreme value. And she also brings a perspective to the show that we didn't have previously in our first year. Um, not that we were intentionally omitting, you know, any particular audience or, or voice, but having Jenna on the show with her different experiences and, you know, she's a collegiate athlete. She's an independent business owner, um, a strong independent woman, all that good stuff. But her 
having that ability to speak to a different part of our audience, I think has been nothing but a benefit for our show over the past year. Damn Thanks, it, I said Will. that. Damn it, I said all that. Dang. That's okay. I'm, heartfelt. <laughs> He'll bring it back down. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm, com- I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I'm waiting for So it. everything that Mo just said is accurate, but the, the question we have to ask ourselves, do the pros outweigh the cons? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, you know. Do the means justify the way. I, you know, the, the shit she says is definitely good, but I'm like, the, the dumb shit she says, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Like, it's. Talks is mainly geared towards you. <laughs> I like, it's. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's it's I'm still up in the air about it and uh you know I It was I, your idea. But she's not supposed to be here on season three where every other Mo <laughs> I didn't I didn't uh, read that part of the contract. Yeah, it, no, it's been great and uh she's uh definitely adds a different variety. Uh it gives us someone to really attack when we're feeling bad about ourselves. And um she just sits there and takes it, which is kinda cool. Um sometimes she fires back and and owns me and you know it's very rare um but at least she's now trying um we promised this season though that she'll talk a little bit more because she rarely does talk and you know she does say some good things when she does but maybe she only has like a um she only has so many like shots in the in the in magazine the, yeah. so she's saving them <laughs> she she knows she's gotta last all year so she's only like firing every so often so maybe that's the thing i don't know but no, it, it's been good having her and, and kind of breaking up me and Mo, and it definitely gets us thinking in a different way. Absolutely. Um, good or bad. And, um, God. <laughs> this, is, this is everything I expected. <laughs> Actually, not, maybe a little bit nicer. I thought it would be even worse. I'm hungry, but. and I'm going to ask you for a rice cake here in a second, so I'm kind of trying to be nice. Oh. Uh, no, I, I think it does. It, it breaks us up. It gives us... Um, it just gives us a different angle, and like Mo said, it it can capture more people that that are female that she can say things that she, she understands that females go through, mm-hmm. and it, it brings that instant credibility. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, all right, episode one of season three. What what number? This is one hundred one. One hundred one. Yeah, one hundred one, dude. Yeah. Damn. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Damn. A hundred episodes, man. Mo's only doing this for a year, guys. <laughs> Got him suckered in. Now he's now he's trapped. He's going back to military though. He came and shaved today for the first time. So I think he's going back in the yeah, reserves. I, I, I had to do some work over the holidays, so I, I, I like to look a little. He was getting ready for that Iran. <laughs> they brought him back out. Mo, we need you. If they need me, it's way too late. <laughs> All right, and with that, that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Oh my God, are you talking? I'm I'm trying to get in the zone here. Um, honestly. I can revert, revert back to the scale of uh, 1 to 10, you're 32. Fuck your scale. <laughs> Shove it up your ass.